Good morning. I'm Peter Inch along with Steve Gilbert. We are the co-hosts of the Inch by Inch, the Ultimate Home Comfort Show, presented by Roy Inch and Sons Heating, Air Conditioning, and Plumbing, a service experts company, nine-time winner of the Consumer's Choice Awards, seven-time winner of the Free Press Best of London, four-time winner of the Top Choice Award, and three-time winner of the Best of Home Stars. We thank you for listening today. Hope you'll be able to listen every Saturday morning from 9 to 10 as we provide you, our listeners, with some information about your heating, air conditioning, and plumbing. But most important, we'd like you to be part of the show, so send in your questions to peter.inch at serviceexperts.com and listen next Saturday as we answer your question live on the Inch by Inch, the ultimate home comfort show. Good day, Mr. Gilbert. Day, Mr. Inch. Uh, we're coming up uh, to Canada Day. Yeah, like June just evaporated. Yeah, it's gone by quick. We a little cooler this week. This week, yes. Um, it's got let us catch our breath, so we've got a couple cool weeks in a row. You've been on call. You know, I've been very busy. I've been working every night, so I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> but you must have been painting. That's what you're working no, with. No painting, no, no, no time for painting. Now we've had, now this is a lucky number, one, 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 one. 1,111 Facebook likes, Roy Is that up or down? That's up. Oh. Everything's always up, Steve. Everything's going up. Should play songs that have the word going up. And what do you think our songs in this week? That song. So you're still in that summer theme. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Please. We're still talking about summer. And I put your song in there that you, you Katrina, Katrina and the way yeah. I see that. I'm happy. That you beat me up last week that I didn't have it in there. So walking on sunshine. Come yeah. on, really. And I put one in there for the kids. I missed that. Oh well, we'll get. Maybe to I that. just saw my song was happy and yeah. I just turned That's it. Right. <laughs> so we got some questions. We got a bunch of questions came in. So I'll, I'll get right at it for you. Uh, why is it okay for your text to top up an AC? If it is low for uh, if it is low for a newer AC, but not for an old one that is older or freezing up. So I think what they're talking about: why is it okay? And it's and I would say it is not okay to top up. It's never okay to top up. But why is it okay to repair a newer AC versus an older one? We say don't repair. So it all has to do with refrigerant these days. So um, we finally hit the end of the Kyoto Accord, which was about refrigerant and R22, which is uh, Freon. And so its time is now gone. So we can't really, um, we're not allowed to really use it anymore. So um, if we can't, there's no refrigerant to put back in that machine. So there's no sense in trying to repair it. Uh, and you can't put new refrigerant in old in old machines that have R22 in them. So um, that's why we that's why we'll, we'll tell you that it's time to replace that unit. On a new unit, um, we just can't top up refrigerant. We have to find the leak first. Now, sometimes that means adding dye, and the only way you can add dye is to add it in with refrigerant. So we may put a little refrigerant in a machine with dye to try to find out where the leak is. So then we can see if the unit can be repaired or if it has multiple, multiple leaks, then we would just recommend replacing uh, either 
one part or two parts or maybe the whole unit. So uh, it's more of a diagnostic tool than it is anything else. You just can't add refrigerant willy-nilly. You have to find there has to be a purpose for it. And the, and the whole air conditioner is welded shut. Yes. So all the joints are welded. So if everything's welded, Freon should never leak out or evaporate. Or yeah. it's, it's like your refrigerator. It's full of Freon, and it you don't top it up or charge it up every once in a while. So if it's out, if anybody, I, and, I, and it's hard because we watch US TV. And in the US, they'll say, get your air conditioner tuned up, and we'll give you a pound of Freon. Yeah, and they are still just putting in Freon down there, not finding the leak, repairing the leak at that point. So we understand where people think you can top it up, and there is companies out there topping it up, which is illegal. Yes. Uh, and I was on a call, which is kind of nice to hear on the, this week, where right now they have about 400 inspectors, or sorry, 40 inspectors across uh, Ontario to find people who are topping up air conditioner. That's not enough. They're going to have 500 in the next six months. Wow. Because they're changing it from um, the College of Trade to the Ministry of Labor. So all of a sudden we're going to have more inspectors out there, which I say good. Absolutely. Get, catch the guys that aren't doing it the right way. Yes. Or the company, they shouldn't say the guys. Well, that's, that's a good thing. Um, now, this one came in says, I see a local company advertising as one of the top companies with the largest increase in business over the past five years. And they currently have 21 staff. What is your increase in sales over the past five years, and how many staff does Roy Inch have? So, staff that we have, we are up to 45 staff. Yes. So, you know, we have grown in the last two years, probably 15, 16 employees. Yes. Uh, Sales-wise, we have gone in 2013, uh, 2013, is that when I took it back over? I think so. Uh, yeah, I think it was 20, might have been 2014, we'll say, to now we have increased by $4 million. So what percentage is that? Well, that's over 100%. Because we were 3 million and 100% would be 6 million, and we're over that. So, but again, I look at not dollars, but customers. You know, how many customers have we grown? Because the customers are keep us in business, not the dollars. Right. But, so, you know, and again, I don't apply to. McLean's or all these places. I'm not here to toot my horn of how big growth we're doing or top 50 company or we just do our work and occasionally, like I read off, nine-time winner of the Consumer's Choice Award, we are recognized. But it isn't something that we go out after and really work towards. We are happy to receive the awards, but it's not something that we're promoting. So I don't know if that answers that question or not. But. Well, and I mean, there's not too many companies around right now who have been around for 1927, 94 years, 94 years, right? So, I mean, not that I'm counting, Steve. 
Not that you're counting. Ninety-four years. It's just it's measuring stick that um, that that company that they're talking about. We we won't know till the next century. So I don't know how there's how can you measure that? That's yeah. It's it's you know. <laughs> I heard my whole life the third generation is the one that destroys the company. <laughs> and I'm the third generation. So my whole life's been don't not mess destroy, it up. Not to destroy the company. Yeah, we don't want to mess it up. But it takes a lot to continue the company and maintain it, especially with integrity and, and look after it, even when, you know, we've been bought out three or four different times. Yeah. And to still try to maintain that integrity and, and how we do things and you know, been we've been on this radio show. This is our 344th show. Wow. So if you divide that by 52, say we're on there every week, you know, we're already six years. Yes. You know, that we've done this show. Again, it's what we're doing to give back to the community so yes. that, you know, they can ask their questions on heating and air and they don't have to pay our trip charge to get to the door. Right. We hopefully can give them some information. Yeah. And talk about curling. So. And talk about curling. But we're gonna we're gonna have to take a quick break here. We're gonna hear our songs about summer. So it'll be interesting. And Steve does not remember the ones about school I'm and the kids. Down. I'm looking at it right now. Yeah. But uh, we'll be right back after these short messages. It was nineteen eighty nine. Somewhere between a boy and man She was 17 and she was far from in between It was summertime in northern Michigan So that was All Summer Long by Kid Rock Talking about our neighbors to the, uh, what would it be, southwest Michigan? Yes All Summer Day, so... And then your song is your next one is your favorite, so we'll leave that. But now we had a customer call in that was infracted, or what we call tagged. Okay. And they want to know what are the steps I need to do after being infracted or tagged. What 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 product was infracted? I it doesn't say, but let's start with furnace. Let's say it was their furnace that was tagged. So there's two different types of tags. There's a A tag and a B tag. An A tag is an immediate hazard. So uh, when you get A tagged, they simply just turn you off. So they can't leave that appliance in an operational status. They have to shut it down. Uh, they turn the gas off to it. They may um, they may disconnect the gas completely so that you can't turn it back on when you walk out the door. Um, there's a um, there's an infraction written up, which you have to sign. And if you won't sign, they just, they'll just write, customer refused to sign. And then that is submitted to uh, Enbridge and uh, for, uh, for them to follow up to make sure that something has been dealt with. So that's an immediate hazard. That would be like a cracked heat exchanger or uh, for some reason a furnace is spilling carbon dioxide into the house and it's, it's lethal is what it is. So they have to shut it down. The other one is what they call a B tag, and so that means that it is uh, it's still a hazard, but it's a potential hazard, so it has to be repaired, and they have they give you a timeline for that. So it may be 
could be something as simple as you built a wall in front of that furnace. Instead of it having 24 inches, now it only has 12. That's an infractable offense. So they'll write that infraction. You've got 42 days to find some way to get 24 inches access to that furnace front. So um, they have their gas license. It's, it's gas code. So when they're out looking, if they're out looking, even if you're calling them there to look at the furnace and the water heater is in um, what they call it, it, it looks like it's a problem, they can infract that water heater even though they weren't even there for that water heater. It's their job being a gas fitter. It's their license. They're the last one who's in the house, so they have to keep an, they have to be aware of what's going on in that house. So they have to check things. And even though you made a thing, they can infract something completely different. Now, let's say they they don't do anything. Then what does Enbridge do as the gas authority? Now it could be NRG down in Elmer, or you know different. Uh, so the, the utility has every right to shut, and they will shut and lock off your meter. So they'll simply just, if you don't, if you don't obey the order or, or correct the infraction, they will be out. They'll be in contact with you, and then they will tell you they'll just come and turn the meter off, and then they put a lock on it, so you can't turn that back on again. And and so sometimes we get a phone call saying, "Hey, I got no hot water." And that's because they've come and locked the meter off and you weren't at home and now the, there's no gas to your hot water tank. Right. And then and we, we can unlock that, right, Steve? We there's nothing we can do. The only ones who can unlock that is the utility. So if we go out and fix the infraction that was forty over forty five days ago, they still have to call Embridge or or the utility to come back and unlock that. That's correct. And then um, have to relight pilots on whatever. And we have to register. So what we do when we repair, when we correct an infraction, we submit that paperwork to Enbridge or the utility, just saying that that infraction has been cleared and is now up to code. And we have 24 hours to do that. Yes. So. So it's pretty serious. Yeah. yeah, and I mean, I said a furnace because we can tag a furnace off now, but if this is the dead of winter, we still have to, if we're A tagging it, we still have to turn that? It doesn't matter if it's minus 25 outside. If it's if it, that, that furnace is A taggable, uh, we have to shut it down. So, so be proactive and get your equipment checked before the winter time to make sure that everything is working in good working order so that you don't have something that's happening in the middle of winter. So that's why in the summer, when it's hot, we talk about getting your furnace appointment scheduled. Yes. You know, it's, it's, you need to book it. You don't have to have it done today, but at least get phone in and get that scheduled so it can get looked after. Yes. And you always, you know, it's like winter covers. You know, get the winter cover, have it ready to put on when we start talking about winter covers. It's going to be soon, Steve. I drove by and saw some leaves changing. They were getting yellow. Because that tree is dying. <laughs> I don't know. It could, could be falling on this way. It has problem, so the caterpillar yeah, is eating away at it. That <laughs> could be. I didn't, I didn't look down far enough at that. I will notice that there is certainly a lot of uh, bands going around trees these days just to stop the gypsy moths from climbing up the trunk. Yeah, and I saw a... Uh, on Google or Facebook, one of them had, had you can put tinfoil with a bungee cord, and they showed 
it had stopped them all, but there were thousands of them below the tinfoil. Yes, trying to get up the tree. Yeah. yeah. And eat the tree. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, I, you know, our, my, my wood carving, I, I uh, sealed it last weekend. Did you? Yeah. So it's got a nice shiny glimmer to it. Manage your trees? No, I haven't been my trees. I haven't seen, well, I haven't seen one. I've seen a moth or a caterpillar. And I don't know where they have this. Oh, there's, look there's trees at Mr. Rich's house that are abandoned. Let's go. Well, maybe they'll, they'll try to chew at flurry. <laughs> Made out of wood, so. They're looking for leaves. Uh, looking for flurry. Yeah, there's no, no leaves up. Um, so we had a question. If, if I notice my furnace not working now, we don't have air conditioning. Would you still come out now to fix it? So we've had some cool nights that people might have flipped on their furnace. Yeah. And if it's not working, should they wait till September or October, Steve? Or no, they should just get it dealt with now. Why, why wait? Because we're seeing it's getting difficult to get parts. Yes, so there is some supply chain issues that we've been dealing with. So, um, you know, we went through all last year without any supply chain issues at all, but we're starting to feel some effects now. Yeah, and it is really... Um, kind of been different, like an example is we've got a, a customer who's got a coil uh, that's under warranty. We can't get that coil to put it in under warranty, but we have a coil that will work, but the manufacturer won't pay for that coil because they didn't build it. So now we have a customer with no air conditioning that it should be fixed under warranty, they won't pay it. We can put in another coil, but we don't get paid for that coil. What do we do? You know, and it, it gets to be a little difficult for the customers to understand. They can pay us for that coil and we can put it in, but now they don't have the manufacturer's warranty because it's not their coil. Just one of those back and forth arguments that it gets very difficult to have. And, you know, so parts are difficult, so make sure, you know, it isn't like, oh, we see what it is, we'll have it in an hour and we'll be back, which is what it used to be. Now it is more, uh, you know, I heard someone that even had a uh, shaft for a boat. The impeller broke, yeah. bent the shaft. <clears throat> no one in Ontario has a shaft. There is one in BC, and when they call BC to ship it to them, guess what they said? I'm not shipping it to you because we'll probably need it here. Oh. So we're going to hang on to that shaft. So now they have a boat that they can't use, and they can't get the part. Wow. So so it isn't just the air conditioning industry. It's boating and lumber and everything. So it becomes difficult. Now, one of our um, competitors is having a little uh, labor problem. Yes, they are. So this question came in and says, I have a furnace and air conditioner rental with Reliance. They tell me they can't get out until August. Can you come earlier? Well, if they're under a rental agreement with Reliance, we can't touch their product. I mean, we, it's hands-off. We, we, there's nothing we can do um, with that piece of 
rental equipment because it's it's not ours. It belongs to Reliance, um, and that's that's an unfortunate thing. Um, I mean, if you just had a Reliance maintenance plan, absolutely we can come, uh, but not if it's rental equipment. It's even even Reliance rental water heaters, we cannot touch or fix or repair a Reliance water heater. Um, that's just we can we can take that one out and put a new water heater in for you, um, but we can't repair rental equipment that is owned by Reliance. Yeah, and they I think they've been out over a month now. Yes. Um, you know, hopefully they get it resolved because you know we don't want any customer having difficulty not getting their product fixed. Absolutely. But um, you know, there's nothing uh, if it's a rental with them, we can't touch it. If you have a maintenance plan with them, we can touch it, but you have to pay us. Right. And then you can go and battle and try to get your money out of Reliance at that point, but we're, we're not going to be involved in that whatsoever. So, so we've been, guys have been working hard. we got Brandon Baldwin has returned from his knee surgery. Thank goodness. So he's uh, on what do you call modified duty for a little bit. Yes. So he's uh, checking his knee, making sure it's going to be strong and stable and everything, so it's good, good to have him back. Yes, it is. Uh, and uh, see him around, so we've got lots of uh, lots of things going on. The crews are busy, sales. Well, you guys don't. Do you work, guys work hard or what? No. No, no, no. You no. no. just drive around, sit at the beach up in King Garden. And yeah, because I, I, I love two-hour beach <laughs> drives, actually, yes. Yeah, that's yeah. Well, you can make it a three-hour like I did, miss a turn. And right, miss a turn, and then, do, yeah, do some extra little uh, looking around. And yeah. think you could just, you know, because you know, you just turn right here, and I'll figure my way back, and then figure out that's not working out so well. Uh, I know it doesn't, because there's no real direct way to get back. Yeah. So, got to hit the GPS, help me get home part. Um so we've been talking a little bit about this, but even a question came in that says, I've heard there may be an equipment shortage. Is this true? Yes. So it is true. Um, there is, uh, well, the manufacturers are having a hard time, but they're not keeping up. So um, keep in mind that those manufacturers don't, you know, they they don't just make for Canada. They make for North America. So, um those manufacturers, there's a lot of units that are going out the door these days, and and so, and they've really just they've really slimmed things down. So the manufacturers themselves uh, told us that they are really only working on certain model numbers, and so they're not producing the full line. They're actually just they've shortened their line up, and um, and in some cases they also told um, they also told some of their some of their dealers that they're only supporting certain. Uh, like for for Lennox, for example, they're only supporting their premier dealers and national accounts. So uh, that's that's a big hit for some companies. Yeah, yeah, it definitely is going to hurt some companies down the road. Yes. Well, when we come back after these short messages, we'll talk a little bit more about that.
welcome back. Now, Steve, that's your favorite song. You want to, you know, what was it? Katrina and the Wave, Walking on, walking on Sunshine. Yeah. So you listen to that every day? No. Especially when you go to the beach there, up in King Curtin, you listening to that? I did discover Point Clark, though, this past week. It's so a beautiful place. It's very nice. Yeah. Yeah. Have you figured out what song is school? Yeah, it'd be Alice Cooper. Yep, school's out for summer. So that's our next song. So just trying to get the kids, you know, school's starting to end and all that's kind of going on. It is, right? Yes. Um, now, I, you know, the equipment shortage is big, you know, that we're seeing. I haven't seen it in 41 years like this. You know, it was one thing to be out of a certain model, but to be out of like six out of the eight models. Right. Can, is, is something I've never seen. But I was on a, what do you, I guess it was a webinar uh, for a whole day Wednesday talking about gas heat pumps. Right. And we saw gas heat pumps years ago, which was called Cool Fire, yes. where they kind of put a burner underneath it and heat it and then extract the heat. Well, these are a lot different, but there was uh, five different manufacturers on this call talking about their product. But there is one that when he was done, I'm going, how do I sign up to become a dealer for you? Uh, and his product's going to be built in Guelph. Really? So, uh, and, it, and it, it's almost zero emissions. Oh, wow. So now all of this product is going to be 2023 to 2025 when it all becomes available and hits. But it was something to look at. It almost looked like just a tank water heater. Uh, and, uh, but it was quite unique, the unit they had. So uh, I'm really excited of where it's going to go. I don't have to worry about it for this year or next year. But the year after that, we'll definitely need to talk about it. But heat pumps that we have now are beneficial. They certainly are. And there's a big heat pump, heat pump program being rolled out by, um, by the utility and by the government. So um, you're going to be hearing a lot of that lately, uh, heat pumps. Um, it, it was something that hit the airwaves and hit the marketplace 30 years ago, and uh, it's cycled back and there's a real big push on for them again. And it's funny, I mean, years ago it was to get off oil, right? Now they're talking about get off gas. Yes. Um, you know, and it, and, you know, they even talked about how we have cleaner hydro here. So we're um, nuclear or natural gas burned uh, to get hydro. We're out in Alberta, it's still coal-fired, and so they're saying even though you're using electricity, it's cleaner in Ontario than it is to burn natural gas. So it, it, it's quite a change, and, and luckily London seems to be a lot of the test area. Yeah. So even with these gas-fired heat pumps, there were two or three of them tested in London. So it's kind of unique that they're using this market to make sure that everything is tested and working fine. 
Did you stop in? You know, knock on the door. You can't really get in there. No, no, no. they don't. They don't let you in. Heavily secured. Yes. <laughs> you, know, you don't flash your badge. So you I'm from Boris. So you go nuclear. They just don't let people just kind of walk in and out of the place. Yes. Now yeah, maybe we can get a tour up there one day. See how we take everybody up. Take a big bus when we can do that. Yeah. When we can all get into a bus and go and you know hopefully you know we can have more people outside now so. And vaccination number two on Tuesday for me. Yeah, yeah, thanks, thanks, Steve, for, you know, including me, getting me in as well. You know, I do it myself, and I don't get it till Wednesday. Oh, you wait one more day. And wait one more day because you guys, you and Vanessa jumped on it. Didn't even think about Peter sitting down in the office. Well, you've got, you've got certain health restrictions, you know, Coke and M&Ms and, you know, <laughs> But I didn't know what vaccine you were actually going to be looking for. So, well, our uh, our parts guy had his yesterday. Oh, did he? He's off today. Yes, he did. He's had, uh, not feeling very well. Not today. feeling very well today. Oh. So now it's it's a sunny day. Right. <laughs> you know, Shaw's is open. So I I don't know. Maybe he's going <laughs> to Shaw's today. Just to, just to kind of help get that fever down. Yeah. Um. Now, we just ended Lennox rebates, yes. um, which is our manufacturer's rebates, but there was a question came in, are there any rebates at the moment? Well, there's rebate programs, and uh, there's one which are going to be about efficiency in homes and, and that kind of stuff. So your best bet is to call um, probably two different companies we would recommend. One is the um, Amerispec here in London. So you can find them, just Google Amerispec, A-M-E-R-I-S-P-E-C, or there's Energi. They're both uh, two companies that will give you all the information you need on what you need to do in order to uh, get rebates for your home. And then we have, um, starting next week, um, the heat pump rebate of $3,200 Yes. Um, if you add a heat pump to a 96% efficient furnace yes. or you put in a new 96% efficient furnace with a heat pump instead of an air conditioner. Yes. And, you know, heat pumps cost over an air conditioner roughly about $1,500 more. So half of that's being paid by the rebate plus you're getting another, you know, what, uh, $1,200? Yes. And think of it this way, you know, when you buy an air conditioner, you buy an air conditioner in London, Ontario to operate maybe uh, June and July, maybe sometime into August, but not in your case, Peter, you run yours a whole lot more. But a heat pump, you can run it in March, April, May, June, July, August, September, October, November, maybe December. So so 10 months? 10 months instead of maybe three months. So although it's $1,500 more, you're using the product 80% more, and it's more cost-effective sometimes to use that heat pump instead of turning that gas furnace on, or that propane furnace, or that oil furnace, or that wood furnace, or whatever you're running. Yeah. So I'd probably use it 12 months of the year. You, yeah, you, you, you could find a way to use it 12 months of the year. <laughs> yes, you could. Yeah. And then I could have air conditioning in the winter. And then you never have to put a cover on it oh. again. Air air conditioning covered sales are going down because you don't cover a heat pump. No. 
don't because it's turning on and it's melting. Yes. Kind of pre-washing the outdoor coil. So, you know, heat pump, we don't have to have that winter cover conversation with you. That's kind of, that would be sad. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have that winter cover conversation. Right? We don't have to have that winter cover conversation. Now, a question that came in says, um, let me just check our time here because you get pretty long-winded. I do. You know, yeah. so we got to make sure that we don't want Matt to get upset. All about Steve. It is. That's, that's, it says, how long does it take to install a furnace air conditioner? How long? How long? Well, it really depends on the, it depends on the, on the house and the install. It depends if there's finished ceilings. It depends if, um, it depends on the location of the air conditioner and the furnace. And, and so it really, we tend to get them done in a day. So they have one day to do a furnace and air unless, unless there's challenges. And, and that's what part of our job is to ferret out those challenges and tell you when we're booking the, the install to say, uh, we're going to need an extra half day on this one because it's got a finished, you know, we got to run lines above a finished ceiling or so everything's, everything's slightly different. No two installs are the same. So, um, but 80% of them we're getting done in one day and then there's 20% that take longer. Well, maybe when we come back after the break, we can talk about replacing what we call the lines that are the yeah. copper lines that join the air conditioner to the coil above the furnace replacing it or not replacing it. But we'll be right back after these short messages. Welcome back. School's out for summer. Hello, Alice Cooper. Hello, Alice Cooper. Add that in there. And we're going to finish it with a little country, Steve. Of course we are. The Zach Brown Band. The Zach Brown Band. Knee Deep. Have you ever heard that song? I don't, I don't think so. Google it. Listen to it. It's a good song. Okay. I won't cry like the dog. Oh, no. No, it's sitting on the beach okay. like you do up in Kid Garden. Right. Every Monday. Yes. So. Yeah, just escape to the beach on Monday. So if you want to see Steve, just head to King Garden, go to the beach. On Monday, look at my truck. It'll be parked 
in somebody's laneway because I don't get to go to the beach. Well, that's how you try to trick me. You park it in a laneway. Uh, that's right. And, and walk to walk to the beach. <laughs> in my my steel toed shoes <laughs> and my company uniform. Right. And let me tell you, I get some pretty weird looks <laughs> as I'm laying on my towel on the beach and in my full uniform. I was gonna say that. Everybody's <laughs> making like look at this guy. Who's that guy? He's smiling. He's happy. He's at the beach. And he's at the beach. That's why. <laughs> now, we were talking about line set or the copper lines from the indoor coil to the outdoor. And a lot of people, you know, they they aren't, they don't think, so they finish the drywall. They drywall the ceiling in the basement. Now you need to replace the air conditioner. They can reuse those old line sets, right? Uh, well, that's not our first choice, so no. Um so especially, I mean, if it's, if it's had R410 in it, the same refrigerant we're using, yes, we can reuse that line set, unless we had a compressor burnout. If you had a compressor burnout in your air conditioner, those lines have to be changed 100% of the time. There is no not doing that because your new air conditioner won't last very long. Um, so, and then if it's got, if it had R22 or the old refrigerant in it, now we have another problem. The problem is the oil. So the oil, there's oils in refrigerant, and we we cannot guarantee that we can get all that oil out of that line set. So we can't guarantee it that residue in that line set will uh, contaminate the new air conditioner that you put in. It's, it may not happen right away, but it will happen eventually. So probably when it's out of warranty, all of a sudden then you're going to have a failure. Sometimes it goes faster than that. So the, it's important to replace that line. And yes, that means yeah, we're going to have to cut a hole in that finished ceiling in order to change those lines. But it is proper installation practices to do so. Um, the only time we would ever leave a line set, sometimes there are some certain buildings in this city that have chases that go up through the building, and it is absolutely impossible to change those lines. Well, I can't, it's not impossible, but it's cost prohibitive to change those line sets. And so in that case, we have to use a cleaning process, which is specified very detailed with the manufacturer, but it's still no guarantee. So, but those are, that's what we're faced with. So um, the written rule here at Roy Inch, there's only one person in this building who can authorize reusing a line set, and that is you. And I've got a phone call. I'm Right, because I always say, well, can we move the air conditioner? Yep. What's the other road? Is yep. there another what, way? What are the other options we can use? Yeah, it's not just no. Oh, we just leave it there. And we walked away from a job last week that the customer said, nope, that's where I want it, and I don't want any holes cut in the basement to get the line set through. And I said, well, I'm sorry. Then we'll, you know, give you re, give you your deposit back, and you'll have to find another company to do it because. I can't stand behind it. Right. So they don't understand. They don't understand like in three years when that air conditioner has a failure and now they're on the phone crying to, to say that your your air conditioner is not working. Well, yeah, your our air conditioner is not working because we couldn't change that mindset. And and then the manufacturer is probably not gonna give us warranty on it. Yeah. So there's a lot of bad things that happen. So it's just best install practices are just to replace to new. Oh, and it's and I mean it's the same thing with some of these thermostats, these smart thermostats. They need more wires 
from the thermostat down to the basement yeah. to the furnace. So sometimes we have to cut a hole to try to get the wire through. Well, so now the big push is on heat pumps. Heat pumps need more wires from the outdoor unit to the indoor thermostat. So uh, that alone, uh, we, we can't use the standard wire that we've been using, so we have to make sure that there's enough uh, communication between the outdoor unit and the furnace. I always throw stuff at it. Can't just be a normal day. No. Everything. Uh, I mean, the learning and the learning curve is huge, right? So this, all this newer technology that they're pushing towards us, it's great, uh, but it's not just sales. It's sales, service, and installation. We all have to get up to speed on this stuff. So that when we come to install in your house, we get it installed properly. When a service tech has to go out and maintain it or service it, they can service it properly. And how does it work when I don't train the service techs? Oh. Because it's new equipment. It's, it's not going to break down for a year. i got a year to train them. Yeah, the service techs do not like it whatsoever. The last thing they want to do is, number one, is be embarrassed and go to a customer's home and look at something and go, we put this in. <laughs> so yes, that all that has. So the ripple effect on, on the new product is huge. And an example of their new code out, B149.20. Okay. So we've moved from 0 0.15 to 0.20. That only costs like $300 a book that I have to rebuy all the new books for all the technicians and the installers and everybody. They can't send you an update, an insert? Well, I tried to get an electronic copy, yeah. and then I went, well, you know, I'll just put that on the P drive, the, the public drive, and then the guys can just go in and look at it whenever they want. Now, now they got that locked down really good. <laughs> and you can't, can't get a copy of that to put on the P drive, so... And I phoned back and said, well, you know, how do I get an electronic copy that I can just save? And no, we don't do that. No. You know what that. you're going to do with that. So, no, we want everybody to buy it. So, we want $6,000 from you. So, they all, we place the order to get all the new upgrades. And Jeff uh, took a course on the new code to, to make sure he can uh, teach everybody any changes that they need to know. Yeah. So, lots, lots, and lots of changes going on in our industry right now. But do we care about our heroes, Steve? Absolutely. So what do we do for them? Well, we give them uh, better pricing. We give them better pricing on uh, products. We get the better pricing on um, our membership rates as well. And who are our heroes? They're curlers, right? Well, all curlers are heroes. Let's be honest, shall we? Uh, no, but there are frontline uh, our frontline workers, and uh, certainly our military workers. So. All those people are our are, are heroes. And they can get a free Priority Plus membership, as well as teachers can get a free Priority Plus yes. membership. Kind of dealing with Alice Cooper there. You know, oh, yeah. all kind of ties in together. I watched a bunch of graduation, outdoor graduation going on every 15 minutes. Yeah. A new, uh, new student arrived, and everybody cheered and okay. clapped and... Took pictures, got a little goodie, goodie bag, and I went, wow, that's something special to do when they haven't been able to do a whole lot for them. And, and they were dressed to the nines, which, you know, they got the dresses and the shoes and for the walk up 
you know, yay, right. walk back, get in the car, drive right. away. <laughs> so, right. But it was good for them. Um, we've still got our uh, Advantage special on for $119 a month. We have our seasonal tune-up special where you can get a tune-up done on your furnace and air conditioner all at the same time and save $60. We have uh, water heaters from as low as 1985 a month, and we have $50 off a repair. Wow. So what's your plans this weekend? I'm working. You're working. <laughs> I'm on call this week, so yeah. Uh-huh. Well, a little rain, so it won't, it won't feel so bad. Oh, is that right? It's supposed to rain, is it? So when it rains, I go to Mackey's. Why? I don't know. Why? No, no crowds. Oh. No lineups. I can go in and get my my four boxes of popcorn and my hamburg and fries, and I don't get their orange. You don't get the orange? No, I, I stick to my regular. But uh, you usually you can get in and get out pretty quick. And if it's really windy and and that, you'll see the uh, kite. I don't know what they surface yet. Yeah, but they're down there going back and forth, which is kind of neat to watch them. Yeah, they even do it in the winter. Was that right? Yeah, yeah, we'll see them down there in the winter doing it as well. Um, so your your Toronto Maple Leafs number two are still planned. Toronto Maple Leafs number two, Montreal Canadiens. Yes, they've got a big, big game tonight. Big game tonight. They can. Uh, they're back in Montreal, um, and they can. They can win the series and be in the Stanley Cup final. Yeah. And uh, against. Well, game seven. Game seven against New York and Tampa. So uh, New York had some life. They had a. They had a great game last night, and um, far better than the shellacking they got in Tampa the last time. So hopefully they can put it together. I, you know, I'm. I'm. I'm cheering for uh, Montreal, New York, uh, Stanley Cup. And I, and I see Toronto had a signing this week? Yes. Yeah, they, they signed back Jason Seza. Yeah. But they put on waivers. So, I, I, you know, I don't get this. You put the guy on waivers, now you sign him again? Yeah, but anyway. He, he had a great playoff. He did. Yeah, he was, uh, he was certainly a huge uh, factor in the uh, you know, everybody was everybody was yakking that um, that Matthews and Marner were shut down. Well, Montreal has shut down everybody's powerhouse scores. They did it. They they've been doing it along the whole thing. They shut down Winnipeg. They've been shutting down Vegas. So um, yeah. So all of a sudden, the media's kind of backed off on that now, saying, "Oh well, maybe it's just Montreal's got this thing that they're doing, which is preventing." Top scoring lines from scoring. Interesting, isn't it? Now, what do you think about uh, Vegas flipping goalies? Uh, well, I it made sense, um, and so I don't know who's going to be in that tonight. That's the question, right? Will they go back with Leonard just because he he won? Um, it's it's hard to say. Uh, yeah, hard to say. Yeah. I, I I'm I'm not the coach. I don't have to make them. Uh, I will tell you that I'm pretty sure Carey Price will be in that for Montreal. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think so. Yeah. Well, when we're not on the radio, you can reach us by calling in London or St. Thomas at 519-681-2450. 
You can get us in Sarnia at 519-786-2373. In Woodstock, 519-533-0657. Or you can always get us at 1-866-EXPERTS or online at RoyInch.com. You can listen to a podcast of this show at RoyInch.com by hitting the company tab, the about us tab, and you'll see the inch by inch button. As we say at the shop, life is hard by the yard. Bye from inch, life's a cinch. We'll see you next week. Wishing I was deep, deep in the water somewhere. Got the blue sky breeze and it don't seem fair. Only worry in the world is a tide gonna reach my chair. Sunrise, there's a fire in the sky. Never been so happy, never felt so high. And I think I might have found.